0: Hey everybody, this is Dr. William Clark, your host of the Dr. William Clark Podcast. Glad to be with you for another episode. Happy New Year. Hope that your holiday was awesome sauce and then some. I know that I had a great time over the holiday uh, being with my family and uh, making sure that they had an awesome time uh, celebrating this wonderful season that we celebrate every year. And uh, this this is exciting uh, to come to you in a brand new year. It's 2021. Can you believe it? And uh, I just want to take a moment to show and express thanksgiving for all the many blessings that have been bestowed upon me and my family in 2020. Certainly 2020 has been a heck of a year for so many reasons. Uh, so many people have lost so much and certainly my family has been impacted as well. But I am thankful that I I am here. I'm still here. I still have an opportunity to do what I do, do what I love and to serve. And I don't take that for granted. I'm certainly glad that you here. uh, You are here to uh, to to experience this new day, this new year with me. So that is awesome in and of itself. Uh, With that, uh, you know, uh, that message comes uh, an expectation of a brand new year. Right. And what what are we going to do? You know, I shared a message with my church uh, this past Sunday, the first message of the year, and that message was, listen, one of the things I want you guys to not do is make a ton of New Year resolutions. Uh, that's what we typically do every year. We, we want to jumpstart new things, and, and I get it. You know, I understand the mentality associated with it, but what I told my church was I, I want you to focus on continuing uh, what you started building in the previous year. You don't want to get into the habit of tearing down stuff and starting brand new stuff, But let's build on what we've started and let's continue to grow uh, from there. And that certainly is the message I want to pass along to you. We've started something special last year uh, as we went deep and deep and deep into this podcast and began to focus on topics of fundraising and strategy. Uh, And we did it, we did it, we did it for the whole year. Uh, This podcast historically has had a super, super heavy leadership bend. But what has been consistent with our podcast uh, is that we have uh, focused on nonprofit stuff, nonprofit leadership, nonprofit uh, strategy, and then we added nonprofit fundraising. And what we're going to do is continue to focus on that for this particular podcast uh, show. And I want to make sure that I'm giving you the best content possible. Helping you design the best strategies, uh, become the best leader, and to fundraise money for your nonprofit so that you can continue to grow uh, your nonprofit and to fulfill its mission. Uh, now, uh, I just want to uh, share just a couple of thoughts with you um, on this particular podcast. I want to talk a little bit about earned income. We, we addressed it a bit last year. I want to continue to add value to your. Uh, work by talking about it uh, in this show and uh, in in future shows as well. So we're going to be talking about earned income a little bit today. Um, This particular episode, as always, is brought to you by the Nonprofit Fundraising Strategies Academy. We created this academy just for you in this academy we focus on nonprofit funding strategies so you can get off the ground and do the things you are called to do to do the things you love to do we provide over 70 videos of instruction on the three secrets to fundraising we also provide live monthly coaching in fact we're thinking about increasing the frequency of our coaching so you get the opportunity to get mentored by me live with other people who are doing the amazing work that you're doing we also provide templates tools and uh, strategies for you to begin to execute on your fundraising strategies today if you're looking for that type of affordable coaching why don't you join me at nonprofitfundingstrategies.com again that's nonprofitfundingstrategies.com I got a seat waiting just for you we have had people signing up left and right to be a part of the academy I am super excited every time I get that little ping that tells me that people are signing up so the only thing that's not making me excited is the fact that you haven't signed up yet. I'm waiting for you to ping my phone. Come on. As you listen to this podcast, go ahead and ping my phone, sign up for the Nonprofit Funding Strategies Academy, and let's do this thing together. Let's kick off this year right and let's grow your nonprofit today. Now, I want to jump into this idea of earned income I'm not going to go super deep in this particular episode. I'm going to allow the um, future episodes to continue to build on this so we can build a series of content uh, that speaks to this topic. Uh, But I want you to uh, start to think about earned income as a serious revenue strategy for your nonprofit organization. Now, there are about six revenue strategies I tend to talk about with my clients. and I'm going to go off the top of my head now. Uh, Grants, uh, earned income, Sponsorships, individual donations, uh, events, and contracts. There you go, the six. Uh, so those are the six revenue sources that I typically talk about with my clients. You know, when I started uh, my doctoral program years ago and I was wrapping up everything and I was doing my final touches on the research, I discovered that typically in a nonprofit budget it's uh the uh, we we try to focus on revenue diversification for nonprofits. And as I was looking at a series of budgets and doing my research, it became super clear that the smallest portion of income for nonprofits are other. <laughs> and other represents events, earned income, etc. I thought that was odd, right? Some people can look at that and say, well, if you're going to build a nonprofit, you, you have to make sure that you don't depend upon other income uh, as a reliable source. You got to stay focused on the traditional sources, which would be grants uh, and individual giving and in some cases, sponsorships. Right. But when I did my research and I began to kind of articulate my position It became clear to me that I wanted to use that not as a standard or rule to say what a nonprofit should do when it comes to revenue and developing its budgets, but I wanted to focus on nonprofits seeing that 6% of the budget being other as an opportunity to grow, to diversify. That's what I focused on, and that's what I wrote about in my book, Sustainable. And as we kind of spend time this year talking about revenue sources, fundraising, uh, I want you to start thinking about earned income uh, for your nonprofit. Now, I want to uh, kind of specify, and again, this podcast is not going to be uh, kind of this uh, catch-all type of uh, uh, episode, so so we're going to just do just just a bit here, uh, but we're not going to uh, go super deep. But here, listen to this, right? I want you to get out of your head that earned income for your nonprofit or your church or your ministry or your place of worship or whatever case may be is inclusive of the typical things like uh, chicken dinners and cupcake sales and car washes. Number one, with COVID still raging at the time of this particular recording, uh, that is not happening. And even if COVID wasn't a thing, uh, I have been talking to you, my audience members, about getting away from that stuff because what, what you find, Uh, if you really look deep uh, into your operations is that many of you are doing these type of fundraisers because they seem to be low-hanging fruit to get some money in the door. But when you actually do the math at all the money that was spent, all the energy that was invested, or the time that was invested uh, you could have simply done a cash on cash uh, uh, fundraiser or or a listing party asking people to donate and you would have made just as much or more money uh, let me just say you would have been more profitable uh, in doing that than you would have done with your cupcake sales and your cookie sales and your car wash the amount of money you spend versus the actual revenue shows that you probably ran a deficit and the only reason why you didn't notice the deficit is because 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 you have been focused on bringing in money and you didn't do the math to see how much money you had to spend to make money. And when you think about it, you really didn't make a profit. If you did, it was minimal. So that's why we've been talking about getting away from those type of earned income strategies. This this, uh, particular year, I want you to focus on revenue strategies that build upon your core competency. That is the skills that your nonprofit inherently has. Every nonprofit has core competencies. This is deeply tied to your mission. This is deeply tied to you focusing on your mission and going deep and wide and deep and wide in that one thing. I'm telling you, your core competency is going to be your money maker. Whether it's your traditional revenue sources like grants and individual giving, or if it's from earned income and contracts and all that great stuff that comes along with various revenue sources. Listen, there's going to be so much more we're going to talk about uh, in our podcast this year. I want you to stay focused. I want you to stay. Stay connected. Stay connected to this podcast. Follow me on Clubhouse or any other social media platforms that's out there. Just search for Dr. William P. Clark. You'll find me there. And again, if you want ongoing coaching on this topic, fundraising topics, leadership topics, strategy topics relative to your nonprofit, follow me at the nonprofitfundingstrategies.com. Go ahead, get your seat. It's affordable coaching. We're there for you, and I'm excited to be with you during this season of growth and transformation. This is Dr. William Clark for the Dr. William Clark Podcast. We will see you guys in the next episode. Peace, everybody. Thanks,